You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. We've already kind of gone over the fact that Ross Bolton and Amestikov have started to generate more chemistry almost game by game where they've had an opportunity to play alongside each other. But what I really liked with um, Nemestikov, like blooming back into this Bolt system is uh, him being on the top power play unit. I'm uh, so glad you said number that. one, yep. we talked about this briefly before the game yesterday that they had shuffled some of the power play lines a little mm-hmm. bit. And uh, we kind of read off the names there. And it's Nemestikov that had an assist on one of Stammer's power play goals. Not only that, though, I feel like what I saw last night out of Laddie is the fact that he can turn in. He can he can uh, initially start to fulfill that quarterbacking role on the PowerPoint play or on the power play. Um, he set up Stamkos so nicely. And then initially on the second one, he was a part of the action before, you know, they, they started to switch out the unit and whatnot, but his ability to just kind of keep track of the puck and kind of visualize where his, where his teammates are going to be to try to help set up there. And I'll say this, I'll probably throw the statistics out on my Twitter sometime today, guys, because Kaylee and I get a little dorky when it comes to hockey. But Nemestikov with Dallas, when he played for the Stars, he was kind of a key quarterback, a key executor to setting up his teammates there. And he's playing with guys like Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn. Um, I can't say the one guy's name. It starts with an R or Raska. I think it might be. God forgive me. But he, if you look at some of the teams that he previously played with and when they were on hot runs, Nemestikov played a key role in, in dishing out that puck. We talked about his versatility, his ability to contribute to the power play as he has and contribute to the penalty kill. He is really good. And the more that he gets acclimated in the system, I think we're going to see a lot more out of him. Two other things on Nemestikov. He ranks tied for second on the lightning for assist. Um, and Again, building off of off of his performance as he starts getting more comfortable with Ross Cullen and Corey Perry, um, as well as on that top power play unit. So I just had to give a shout out there. But Kaylee, that gives me two questions for you, because I know okay. you're probably going to break down the power play for us and yes. uh, give us some stammer statistics. But the other thing that I thought of last night when I was writing this down is Nemestikov um, being on that line with Ross Cullen and Corey Perry. And you mentioned some really key things mm-hmm. that I think we need to build off of talking about Corey Perry. Yeah. I, I Corey Perry, he's, he's, he's a go-getter. Um, first of all, Corey Perry, whenever he gets into a, he's the sweetest guy. Like whenever I sat next to him yesterday and just was chatting with him, he's like soft-spoken. He's so sweet. But he's if you guys so soft spoken, we were dying he's... in the locker room last week oh because gosh. I couldn't understand anything he was saying. I felt like yeah. I had to get closer and closer. And then I was just like, this is getting weird. I can't, I'm going to have to translate this later. 
he's so soft-spoken he's so kind um but when you see him out there fighting with a guy um he gets these like crazy eyes he like gets in his <laughs> he just like oh my gosh he like it's like almost he like turns into another person it's so funny um but it just a great guy and, and a great teammate out there but Corey perry is a goal scorer and so seeing him on on this line with ross colton and vladdy it it really is I, I mean, I think it's really going to be really good for his game and for the team as a whole because that's his natural that's his natural ability. He gets out there and he scores goals and he really is able to do that. Um, and he said when I talked to him yesterday and asked him a little bit more about what what he likes and and what he likes about his new line mates, um, he gave a lot of credit to Vladdy and 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 for. For good reason, because he, uh, Vladdy's very smart. He sees the ice very well, um, and he said, "You know, but I mean, all of these guys are humble. Though they, they always they always give other people credit, but Corey Perry said, yeah, he he said, you know, you play with a guy like Vladdy, and he just is able to get out there and really push. And he's such a smart player, and I think that that's where you see." Vladdy translate very, very well on this power play. He's a very smart player. He knows the strengths of his teammates. He knows how to play with a guy like Steven Stamkos. He knows how to set him up. I mean, he was one of the guys that had the assist on, on uh, Stammer's first power play goal, which again, like we hadn't really seen this power play get going until Vladdy was put into it. So that's mm -hmm. a really important thing to note. Vladdy is really a spark for this power play and the yes. fact that they were able to get two of three goals in the power play last night. Um, it really, really fantastic. That's what you expect of this bolts team. And whenever you have goal scorers like Steven Stamkos, and whenever you have a guy like Nikita Kucherov and it, when, when the, the power play is being captained by Victor Hedman. You expect them to score goals and they finally were able to cash in. And I think a huge credit to that is Vladdy. And then again, Casey, credit also to winning faceoffs. You look at the their three different power plays, and on their first power play, they won a faceoff. And then very quickly, very quickly after that, uh, started getting shots on goal. Mm -hmm. uh, and it took just a little bit of time before they finally scored. Uh, so it was about uh, let's see, like minute and a half or ish into that first power play where they were able to get that goal. Um, but the second power play, they ended up getting success. They ended up being successful, but they lost the first face off. They, they lost the first face off and then um, had to fight for the puck, had to fight for the puck, got another face off, won that face off. And then again, about 30 -ish seconds later had three shots on goal, three really good shots on goal. The first two missed the last one stuck. So that's really, again, really important to note. Um, and then on that third power play, they won the face off, but then uh, getting some blocks in, they were, they, they, they kind of let go. Like they, the, Puck got away from them after they won that faceoff, and they they kind of gave it over to the Flyers because then the Flyers started getting some shots on goal, and the Bolts had to start blocking some shots because 
the Flyers had it during that third power play. So um, the first two power plays, great, great possession, great ability to win those face-offs and translate. And really, really, really good looks by Vladdy. He's been very, very impressive, um, like I said, especially on that power play. So really happy to see that for him. And while we're talking some statistics, I just want to point out something, Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you look at goaltending, um, you you asked the question earlier, like, this team had so many shots on net. What, what What's happening? This team had so many shots. They totally yeah. outshot the Flyers. It's the same thing that I said in the preview episode. Carter Hart, mm-hmm. he's really, really So good. glad you brought that up. He's seriously, he is like very, very talented because like whenever you, so some of the statistics, they like pump out like, oh, in a normal situation, the average goalie would allow this many goals on this many shots. Mm-hmm. His expected goals was four. He like, he wow. should have. He should have had four goals go in last night. The Bolts only got two goals. There were 13 high danger shots against, and he had 13 high danger saves. He did not allow one single high danger shot get in the goal. The two shots that he did allow get in the goal were technically medium danger. Again, they were on the power play, so it's a little bit harder to defend that. Um but he had 36 saves on 38 shots. His save percentage was like almost a 95%. This is a really good goaltender. And there's going to be more of them. You're going to start facing more good goaltending. Um, yes. uh, we love Andre Vasilevsky. I think the world of him, he's, he's the big cat and he is in the zone and focused. But he's not the only good goaltender in this league. There's a there's other good goaltenders, and you're gonna start facing them, and you have to know how to. And yeah. they ran into a goaltender last night that they were able to get past early on. And that's why those that's why what John Cooper said is so important. That's why you have to make those goals count, and then you have to defend well because mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna get five goals in on a guy like Carter Hart. You're just not. It's not gonna happen. So you have to make you have to make the two goals that you did get in count, and then you have to defend. You have to focus on defending, Uh, Mm -hmm. and again, that's where they that that's where they didn't do very well last night. A hundred percent. And I'm so glad that you mentioned the the goalie comparison there because you did give us those the those key stats uh, heading into this game and. As we both mentioned, this was not something that they had to, that they had an opportunity to let up on, especially with Torts at the helm of this Flyers team. Uh, you had two of the most winningest coaches in Tampa Bay Lightning history going up against one another. So if there's anything these two also know, it's kind of how to outcoach one another, if you will. So it keeps things very tight-knit. There's zero, zero margin for error there. And Torch just has a little bit more of an aggressive approach, but I, I love his his brazenness, and I, and, I, and I really appreciate his honesty. Um, but Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As you mentioned in the previous podcast, Kaylee, 
he knows how to how, how to beat this team or control this team and he ended up doing it in, in the third period there and um just to kind of build off of the the power play information that you just gave you know no player in Tampa Bay Lightning history has scored more goals against um Philadelphia than Stephen Stamco so it's no surprise there not power play but it's no surprise there that it was Stammer that got the two goals of the night um versus the Flyers but I couldn't agree more heading into this matchup when it comes to between the pipes, Vassy versus Hart. Vassy came in a little bit lower. It was Hart that came in with a 3.1 uh, rating, and it was Vassy who had 2.49. We've mm. seen Vassy kind of get off to slow starts per se. I don't actually want to call it a slow start because I, you know, Vasilevsky still puts on great performances. Um, and he can only do as well as, as his defense will do in front of him. And some of that, at least definitely the game-winning goal, comes down to that giveaway-takeaway situation. We discussed takeaways, especially versus the Penguins on Saturday. That's where the Bolts really let up and just created too much opportunity for their opponent. But the unfortunate part here is that they had five giveaways to the Flyers, four giveaways, but they had 15 takeaways to the Flyers, six takeaways. So, again, just kind of, giving up giving up the positive giving up all of the progressions that they make on the ice giving up all the progressions they made in the ozone starting in the first period i mean they had great puck movement for the first five minutes in the first period and a lot of that goes to that top line of hagel point and nikita kucherov um what I will say, Kaylee, is that from these line shuffles that we saw heading into the Blue Jackets game, translating into the Penguins game and into the home opener, we see that if they found something that's working, which regardless of the outcome and the results um, on the on the score sheet, if you will, it's working. Now mm -hmm. when they get that practice in, as you mentioned, practices are going to get a little fleeting as the season picks up. But right now they have an opportunity to kind of plug in those practices. The guys are off today, by the way, Pucks and Volts fans. But when they resume on Thursday, they're going to be able to bring these lines together and not take practice time to kind of do the shuffle again. If they do any kind of shuffling, it might be in the deep pairings to kind of see who starts to find a rhythm. Um, with Ian Cole getting in the lineup and with Nick Perbix coming in there, you saw them, you know, shuffle things up to where you have Hedman and Turnock playing together. That was kind of a key deep pairing for the beginning of Turnock's career with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, and then heading into the season, it was Turnock and Sergachev who were playing alongside one another. Um, so I think they still kind of need to figure out what works in that deep pairing situation. But outside of the deep pairings, I think that they found four lines that are showing enough chemistry to just hone in on and build off of. So hopefully that's something they're going to keep together and practice. Again, even these power play units, practice time together, getting better reads on one another, especially getting Domestikov off to speed uh, on reading Cooch and, and, you know, getting a better read on Stammer and the silent reads on Hedman, because we know Hedman likes to get involved on the power play. He had an assist, uh, but we know he likes to rip those, those shots that you just, you don't see coming if you blink, if you will. Um, so definitely things that I want them to build upon for sure. What I will say, kind of touching back on that top line there, is that it's Hagel with seven shots on goal, 17 minutes of ice time, and 16.7% of shooting, shooting percentage, if you will. Um, I know they're still kind of trying to find his identity there. There was a lot of great things that I still saw out of him in last night's game on that top line, but I want to kind of see him more involved in, in shooting. Mm -hmm. Kaylee, you said this. Put shots on goal. Don't overthink yep. it. Don't, don't do the overpassing stuff. I think in some instances, some lightning fans, there was still a little bit too much hesitation with the shots, even though, yes, they put 30, 
39 shots on goal. But in terms of like who was taking the shot, I think was still a little too, you know, overly, overly analyzed. Um, you want to see a guy like Brandon Hagel take more shots on goal, especially after playing with a guy like Patrick Kane and comparing him to Nikita Kucherov and being able to understand playing on such a dominant line. So I want to see that that versatility and who's putting the shots on goal, if you will. Um, and at that point, I think that they'll start to kind of find something bigger here to match up with versus teams down the line. Uh, they're going to have another big contention when it comes to playing versus the New York Islanders. Islanders have two really good goaltenders, as you mentioned, and Kaylee and I will get get into all of that on the next Hucks and Bolts um, episode. But Kaylee, it might be time for us to get into Casey's Keys and Kaylee's Corner. Before Are we, we going to do we want to do yeah. trade picker first? Do you have a yeah. do you have one? Yes. I'm going to let you go first though. Okay. I have, I have two in mind and, and we didn't discuss this beforehand guys. So Kaylee and I are typically on the same page. So we might have the same cherry picker. We might not. Well, Casey, I'm just going to go basic again. I mean, it's stammer time. It's, it's, stammer time. it's stammer time. He was my cherry picker last game. He's my cherry picker this game. Steven Stamco is coming in, um, being able to, to really, find space in that. And I mean, again, it's his teammates and, and, and different people who are setting it up, him up, but he's the one that is able to really drive home those two goals. Um, and, and really happy to see that Steven Stamkos, um, had two goals, two points, um, and over 20 minutes of ice time, 20 shifts. Uh, he had six shots on net. So really happy to see that from him. I mean, he's, he's the guy I said, you know, when Steven Stamkos is able to play his natural position, he really, really flourishes. And so having him there in that second line at center, uh, I think is just a really, really great spot for him. And then having him and Vladdy and, and some of those other guys on that power play again, he's really shining. Um, and I, I just, you know, I really like Steven Stamkos. I think that he, he's a great captain. He really loves this team. He loves this city and, He's proud to be a Tampa Bay Lightning um, player, and he's definitely proud to be the Tampa Bay Lightning captain. Um, and so, just happy, happy for him that he's he personally has had a good start to the season, while the Bolts have maybe not had their best start to the season so far. Absolutely, and because you mentioned that, I don't think it's that basic. He's been really the the only guy yeah. who gets the job done so far. So, you know. He deserves he deserves that he deserves that star all day every day. Um, as if I feel like I always give away my cherry pickers throughout the episode here on Pucks and Bolts, but whatever, guys. If you didn't figure it out yet, it's it's Vlad Mestikov for me. It's just the fact that I feel like he's going to continue to make strides game by game, week by week, and um, that makes me very excited to see you know how he's going to be orchestrated. Hopefully, he turns into a Swiss Army knife for this Tampa Bay Lightning roster. Uh, Vlad comes up with. Three assists, three points, an average of 12 points or 12, um, 12.16 time on the ice, excuse me, guys, and then 27.3% contribution on faceoffs. So, again, I when you're trying to figure things out, when you're trying to see what works, you just want to see consistent progression. And I think that Nemestikov is giving that 
to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Consistent progression there, and I feel like they're going to be able to use him that much more. I feel like his time on the ice is going to go up that much more, and um, I'm just excited to see what he ends up bringing to the table down the stretch here after this team gets to bond just a little bit more and get some more practice under under their skates there. So that is my cherry picker of um, last night's matchup versus the Philadelphia Flyers.